0: Hi, this is Peter Rivera, and I'm the original drummer and lead singer of the group Rare Earth. We've had a long career, 50 years. We've played all over the world. We've recorded many, many albums and lots of hit singles. I'm going to talk about them all. So thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy the stories. So here we go. Going out to Los Angeles. Remember the trucks came loading up our apartments and all of our things and we were heading out to Los Angeles. And when we got there, everybody scurried around and got a a place to rent. And, uh, you know, trying to figure out the lay of the land, so to speak. And, uh, you know, that's when we had gone up to Barry Gordy's house and things like that, and met the new people at Motown. So we were going out on the road, down to LAX airport, flying out, doing shows. I mean, we were doing shows everywhere. We were doing college circuits, convention halls, outdoor festivals. And then all of a sudden we got a a call that RC Coca-Cola was going to introduce their product to the people in South America. And so they asked us if we would go to Caracas, Venezuela. And RC Cola was going to pay for everything. And of course we thought, well, let's go, you know, and, uh, actually John went with us on that, uh, John had left shortly after that. but. So we go to Caracas, Venezuela, and we're staying in this beautiful hotel uh, down there. And when we get to the Caracas, it was announced that we were coming in. So we came into the airport, and we walked down the steps of the airplane, and there were people everywhere just yelling and screaming about us. And it it was like the Beatles when they came to America. It was crazy. And we got on a bus that was going to take us to the hotel. And as we were on the bus, really, the streets were crowded and people were running alongside of the bus. And they called us Tierra Reda, which is rare earth in Spanish, I believe. And God, it was so much fun because, you know, we were like the Partridge family, the Beatles, all of it rolled up into one, and here we were. We didn't know what was going to happen, but it was a few days later was when we were going to play. So we were there quite early. And they took us to the Hotel Tamanaka. I think it was the Tamanaka, yeah. And we were up there on like the 20th floor and looking out over Caracas. It was gorgeous. It was beautiful. And people were all over the hotel lobby and outside the park and We'd, we'd go to the balcony and look down and wave. And, oh, you know, feeling like super superstars, just having so much fun. And, uh, you know, we kind of wanted some, some chicken, you know, kind of hungry. Yeah, can we get any chicken down here we have? So Eddie goes to the balcony and he goes, Pollo, what's a pollo? And I'm telling you, an hour later, people were bringing chickens to us cooked chickens some people were allowed to come up the elevators oh they were always uh, you know vetted if you will down in the lobby and came up to see us and uh, brought chickens <laughs> so we thought okay uh, this is great what's gonna happen so We got to know a little bit of what was going around. Then we were going to do a TV show. And so the bus was waiting outside for us. And we went out, got on the bus. The bus starts rolling. And again, people were following the bus, running alongside. We had a bunch of our singles of Get Ready, I think it was. And we were throwing them out the window of the bus. People were catching them and fighting over them. It was hilarious. It was great. So we get to this TV station, and we can't get very close to it. We're probably 30, 40 yards, maybe 50 yards from the door of the building. And the people were just, there was no going through that. The bus had to come to a stop. So naturally, we had a lot of uh, staffers down there that were paid to kind of look out for us and and make way for us to get through the crowds and stuff like that. So we came off the bus and they made us all come out at once, you know, and then we kind of stooped down and went through this line of people and people were touching us and grabbing us. They took my sunglasses right off my head and other guys in the band, they were grabbing shirts and clothes, and and it was almost to the point of being a a little violent in a way, you know, it was really kind of scary, like, well, you know, I don't want to fight you back, but gee whiz, take it easy on me, you know, so, and then we almost got to the door and all of a sudden there were some eggs thrown and some oranges thrown. Well, what was it, what it was, was some people were against uh, the way America was handling Venezuela and they were against the way their, their government was handling them and all this. We didn't know nothing from that. I mean, come on, we were just playing music. And so there was not a whole lot of that kind of, uh, mental awareness about stuff like that what could be happening. We got to the station, and, of course, they were interviewing us, uh, speaking a million-mile-an-hour Spanish. And I'm I'm talking to this one guy, and the, he's holding the microphone between us. And people were cr- so crowded around us that I c- couldn't hardly hear him, and he was only like five inches away from my face. And then there's an interpreter there. What's it like at Motown? What's it? You people come from America to Motown and blah, blah, blah. We love Motown and that's great. And let's have a good time and blah, blah, blah. So we did the TV show, uh, Panamind, the record. Got in the the bus eventually and went back to the hotel and, you know, just, wow, that was really something, you know, it was crazy. And later on that it was probably that night or the next night eddie came up to me and says hey man there's a couple guys that want to take us up into the mountains uh, to go get the magic mushroom and of course i had never done anything like that i don't know if eddie did or not but i was kind of intrigued okay what's this magic mushroom so we get in this guy's car and I it's like a VW or something. And Eddie and I are in the back seat and these two guys are in the front and off we go. And it's nighttime and we're leaving the, the, the town of Caracas. We're going out into the surrounding areas. You know, there's there's nothing out there, just dirt roads. So we go, 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 and we're going up, 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 and we finally come to this very high mountain peak. And they stopped the car and we get out of the car and they've got a couple flashlights and we're walking through the bushes and between the trees it's going on. We come to this area where it's kind of like a clearing and the moon is out, so it's shedding a little bit of light, but it's, it's really not bright. You still can't see. you got to use the flashlights. And we stopped for a minute to kind of look around at what we were doing you know we're way the heck up in the mountain and it looked like there were these huge boulders laying in the grass over here way over there you just see the outline of the look like huge just huge boulders the size of VW cars the size of a small car And all of a sudden, the guy puts the flashlight on one of these boulders, and it turns out that it's like a Brahma bull. And I'm looking at this going, what are we doing here? And Eddie was the same way. We were just looking at each other going like, holy crap, what are we doing? What are we doing? Well, so now the flashlight's going around, going around, all of a sudden they come across a dung patty from the bull. And growing out of the patty is this mushroom-looking thing. And Eddie goes, that's the magic mushroom. And I went, oh, okay, great. How would you like to get me back to my magic hotel room? So anyways, these guys picked a couple of these mushrooms out of the patty. And they poured wine on it. And then the one guy just threw it in his mouth, chewed it a little, and swallowed it. And they grabbed a couple more, and they offered it to me, and I just said, ah, no, thank you, you know, no gracias. And I don't know if Eddie did it, took it or not, but I don't think so. And we we, um, eventually, and here, here we go again, I don't know how we got out of there, but we came back down to the hotel, and now we're standing in our hotel room. This is like two, three hours later, and we're looking at each other like... How could we have done something so stupid <laughs> in another country going off with a couple people to the mountaintop to do magic mushrooms? I mean, come on. But that was back then, and that's the kind of the way things were. And, and fortunately, gosh, we're so fortunate to not have ever been really, you know what I mean, kidnapped or shot or murdered, whatever. But... Uh, it just worked out, you know. It worked out, and we got back to the hotel. Well, now people are coming to the hotel trying to bring us gifts. And the gift was a cowhide little sack that this guy had around his waist. And it was just like a little sack, like you might stick your fingers in and squeeze some peanuts or something out of the sack. Only he was squeezing his fingers and going down on the table and. and dropping a pile of cocaine and then another little pile another pile and the roadies and there's some other people were snorting the cocaine and what they liked about it so much is it was not cut with speed nobody had to cut it down there it was real real stuff and uh it wasn't really my cup of tea or, And we didn't really get too involved in that. But it was weird how they were bringing that. And one of my roadies, he he liked smoking his weed. And he said, oh, man, this is the finest weed anywhere down here in South America. It's fantastic. And I said, you know, whatever you do, do not bring any of that back to America with you oh no i wouldn't do that i says no nah, i'm telling you man don't do it you know because roadies are they're funny kind of guys and, and uh, anyways i let that go but just to fast forward a little bit when we did get home he came over to my apartment and he said hey man and he pulled out one of those little metal film cans remember you used to screw the top on it and he pulled it out and he started pulling out of that film can this marijuana. And he kept pulling out, pulling out, pulling out. And he had a huge pile from this little film can. I said, What did you do? He says, Well, I'd put a little in the film can, then I'd take the leg of the chair, put it on on the can, and I'd jump on the chair, packing it down, packing it down, packing it down. So I kind of laughingly scolded him, you know, about that. But anyways, back to South America. So we were going to uh, get ready to go to a town called Valencia, which is about a uh, 45 minute drive outside of Caracas. And we were going to be playing in a bull ring, you know, which is just like a big amphitheater, you know. So I remember being there at the bull ring and. I remember playing the show. Um, I remember that there was the communication factor of of me not knowing Spanish, and most of the people not knowing English, so there was very there wasn't too much said, and the people just loved when we played, and and they gave us a great, uh, resounding applause. It was just great, and then we were whisked away back to our hotel and uh, we had like two more days to go to just r and r you know swimming pool so the night after that show i'm in my hotel room and things had quieted down a little bit uh, you know as far as the people being around the hotel you know they would gotten used to us and quieted a bit And I went down to the pool, it must have been about midnight, couldn't sleep. It was beautiful outside, it was probably 78, 80 degrees at night, just gorgeous. We had gone, a bunch of us had gone on on the cable car, way up into the top of the mountain, we were higher than the clouds, because we're standing on that mountain with beautiful sun shining, and out in front of us, down lower, was the whole cloud bank. And the cloud would open up a little bit and down through the clouds, you could see the city way down there. It was beautiful, gorgeous. So we did that. And uh, uh, so this night that I went down to the pool, I just kind of sat down there relaxed and all of a sudden this guy walked up to me And he said, can I sit? I said, yeah, sure, go ahead. And after the next thing he said, I realized, what the heck have I done? One, two, three. Well, thanks for listening. My name is Peter Rivera, original lead singer, drummer of Rare Earth, and I really appreciate that you've listened to these podcasts. I hope you come back and check out more. I've got a lot ahead of us and a lot of the story for you, so come on back and hang with me for a while. I bring you flowers, baby, cause you're the best. I'm gonna treat you so much better than